Nothing is off the table. Welcome back to another episode of Important Miscellaneous Talks. Yes, there's a pair of Supreme goggles on my head. And today we have two very special guests. And, you know, I, I think I deserve my flowers because I interview people from all walks of life. And I don't know how many people have gone out there and interviewed hypnotists. So please, the world-renowned hypnotist, please introduce yourself. I'm Chris Jones. I'm a hypnotist. If you type in America's Got Talent and the word hypnotist, it's me. I shook hands with Howie Mandel. He's afraid of germs. That was in 2015. I did not win America's Got Talent. So I'm the first hypnotist to lose America's Got Talent. But I got some clout. And with that clout comes the ability to talk to other people. This is my friend Noah Sony, based out of Minneapolis, a magician, a mind reader, a comedian. And he also knows hypnosis. So he performs hypnosis as well. And we happen to be performing in Devil's Lake, North Dakota tonight. Just two black guys performing in the middle of nowhere, North Dakota. Middle of a snowstorm. Middle of a snowstorm. Trying to stay alive. Yep. You said Noah. Noah, what's his last name? Sony. Just so. like the electronic company, yeah. Yeah, uh, Chris Jones, a uh, very generic name, by the way. Yeah. Run of the mill. Like, actually. <laughs> I blame my parents. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you said Noah can read minds. Yes. <laughs> so how how accurate is that? As in, so you can tell, like, if I think of a specific sentence, or do I have to be there with you in person? It would, it would work way better here in person, yeah. Okay. Can you read Chris' mind? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can do some stuff. I don't yeah. know if we, how well it translates for our listeners, but. Yeah, I think with mind reading, it's it's a lot of kind of different things combined into one. So it's a lot of like little psychological things at play there. It's a lot of moments of trying to figure out like how people think or how people get to information or why we make the choices that we make. And so exploring okay. those things and then kind of making it feel a little bit miraculous as well. So, so it's more so that you're just well studied than you like than your professor X, right? Like, yeah, 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 <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you weren't born a magician, a hypnotist, a body language expert. You learned this skill, yeah, you developed yeah, it with yeah. other people, yeah, yeah. Got you. Are there books, there's books on hypnotism, correct? There's books on anything, like, how does someone become a doctor? There's a book on it. How do you study Wall Street? There's a book on it. Now, information gets outdated, but yeah, definitely books. Do you have any book re recommendations or you just never thought of it? I wrote my thesis on hypnosis. And soon I'm dropping a book called Confessions of a College Hypnotist. Talks about 13 years on the road, all the shit I've seen, all the mistakes I made on and off stage. I'll give you a free copy. I'll even send you my thesis tonight. Oh boy. <laughs> God, man. Uh, so, how in the world does one get into the world of hypnotism? Because I, I'm pretty sure when they asked you in second grade what you want to be, that wasn't on the list. No, I wanted to be a Ninja Turtle. Yeah, dude, I wanted to be a professional wrestler. Yeah, I was going to be Michelangelo. How did you learn hypnosis? Um, I think. So I saw a hypnotist when I was in college. Yeah, same. Uh, and then from there, it was a thing that I started kind of learning through my background in magic, sort of had things that dabbled in hypnosis. So I, I picked up on some of those really quickly. And then I started expanding it more and more and more. 
And then from there, I kind of had a few different sources. And I think a lot of it was also just conversations with you. Like a lot of it was just us talking and, and just, yeah. Noah's gotten really, like. really good. I've only known him for two years. Definitely I met you during the pandemic. Yeah. Like my daughter was in my arms and everything. And I met him through Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm a big fan of your work. And he's like, oh, dope. <laughs> I was like, I'm a big fan of your work. <laughs> and yeah, we just caught up over Zoom. And then I was like, yo, you're in Minneapolis. It's during the pandemic. Do you want to open for me? And I'm using that term loosely because I'm like, I, you're a very good performer. You know, the weaker act goes first, typically. I'm like, you're not the weaker act. I just want you to supplement something from my show. And now he's headlining. Mm. Like, I was like, here's $200. You deserve way more. But like, you know, I'm only getting 1500 because it's virtual. And now here we are doing a, a double header show. Yeah. 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 It's cool. And I think it's always great getting to see you work too. Cause like, I feel like it's hard to describe because there's a lot of hypnosis out there, but I, mm. I think what you see is a lot of people that follow the same patterns mm. of hypnosis. And what I love about the fact is that Chris does a show that's actually unique and really different and fun. And, and I think resonates with people a lot more than other hypnosis shows do sometimes. I appreciate that. Have you seen a hypnosis show? I have not. Um, I, I am, I am one of the skeptics, yeah. but I will say that you shook Howie Mandel's hand. Now, I did. <laughs> those of you who don't know, Howie Mandel is an extreme germaphobe. He, he, he used to host a uh, deal or no deal. And he has to, you know, when cordially you, you introduce, you know, a contestant, typically the host shakes their, he did not touch one single contestant's nope. hand. Not yep. one. He always does this. Always yep. does this. He's doing a fist pump. That's his thing. Yeah. Every single time. So I'm watching the video. I found Chris through a viral TikTok. And yeah, yeah. yeah it's viral again. <laughs> Which is funny because I don't have TikTok. You, you never, you just you just never know. And I didn't even know that was that was 2015. I had no idea that was 2015. I'm thinking that was like whenever, like three years ago, whatever. But so I, I see him. And my jaw is dropping as he's touching Howie Mandel's head. <laughs> yeah, if you guys knew how freaking outraged that is, and then on top of that, he got he got other the other judges touch Howie Mandel's head as well. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So, you know, I was I'm 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 pretty sure there are frauds out there. Mm -hmm. You in particular, that that sold me. My I sent the video to my friend. He asked as well. He was like, "Yo, is this legit?" I'm like, "Listen, Google Howie Mandel's <laughs> right. uh, hygienic." <laughs> yeah, you know, if you like, first off, Howie Mandel has a book called "Here's the Deal: Don't Touch Me." Like he's so <laughs> afraid of germs, he wrote the book "Don't Touch Me." Yep. He bought a second house to escape the germs in his first house. So he's like, "Family, you live there." There, I'll live in this separate house so it's germ-free in this way. I like it. All the comments on the YouTube thing is like fake, 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 fake. And I troll every now and then. I'm like, explain why. <laughs> Literally, not hostile. Explain how it's fake. Well, you had a fake glove. I'm like, no. Uh, yeah. The other judges shook his hand too. That theory doesn't work. What else do you have? Well, you paid him. Let me stress. I made $100 being on America's Got Talent. I got a free flight back and forth and $150 per diem and a free hotel. That's all I got. Uh, so no, I didn't pay him anything. And There's he didn't know I was going to do it either. 
There's a news clip you can find too of Howie Mandel after the episode aired, talking yeah. to a news anchor like, "Yeah, it was terrifying. Yep, didn't know what was going to happen. Send me to therapy. Fast. Yep, had to go to therapy afterwards. Wow, mm-hmm. that's crazy. And also, Howie Mandel's doing very well for himself. I'm pretty sure, even if you were to offer him money, I'm 37. I watch Bobby's World. He had a syndicated TV show when I'm in diapers. Like, I don't have that money at all, at all. So to, to the average uh, civilian, one yeah. may wonder, um, do you use hypnotism for evil, right? You, Great you, question. Yeah, you, you, you know, you mentioned, you know, I'm sure you're quite the ladies man with your hypnotism, right? So do you ever <laughs> cast That's a spell man. on with some game? Noah is single, but he's also <laughs> handsome. Uh, I've been married for three years now and everyone's like, oh, oh like did he hypnotize you to my wife and she's like no <laughs> just deadpan no <laughs> wait uh, but 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 when you guys get into arguments or back and forth is <laughs> like it has to at least be tempting for you to be like all right i we we argue about this for the last week let me just yeah like i don't see the dishes do you <laughs> see the dishes are you a jedi <laughs> this food is not burnt no, <laughs> I I wish <laughs> my dick is actually eight inches. <laughs> I do sexually satisfy you. <laughs> you are sexually satisfied. So She's what like, if I'm in a different state? <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I definitely for all those skeptical people, and I encourage people at every show to be skeptical. But I say, everyone, all of us, myself included. We should be okay to change our opinions with more information. Yes. That's if I give you more information, you give me more information, more knowledge I didn't have. I, I should be able to change my opinion. I was going somewhere with science. Oh, so if you search hypnotist, divorce attorney, Ohio, there's a guy who was a divorce attorney and was hypnotizing his female clients to be attracted to him divorce is a very difficult thing you're emotional so he was like we're doing some breathing exercises and this lady's in his office she leaves and she goes to the police and she's like he said i was doing a breathing exercise but my blouse is undone so they go let's put a camera on you so you can see this footage again divorce attorney ohio hypnosis you can see the video she comes back he's like you're still stressed breathing exercise she gets hypnotized and he goes you're gonna think about me every time you think about me you get more and more aroused more and more aroused Boom, door breaks open. Please, hands there, don't move. He's like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Like, became a bitch real fast, as he should. Got four years in prison or jail for kidnapping, for literally holding someone against their will. He should have gotten more time, but. Yeah, and also, he seems pretty bad at, at, why'd you just, why would you let her leave your office with her blouse undone? You're, you're you're missing the point. Like, yes. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, not condoning, I'm not condoning his actions, but he's just he's not good at what he does, is what I'm saying. He he deserves more time, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like he's a free boy. You left a trail of breadcrumbs, man. <laughs> nah, Before yeah, you leave, I'm right. sure the blouse is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I I edit that out. Uh so how does how does one improve on the hypnotism skills? I think there's a lot of bad hypnotists doing stage shows because they've seen one and then they do the same routine. Here's a hypnosis show. 
It's hot. It's cold. There's a good smell. There's a bad smell. You're watching a funny movie. You're watching a scary movie. You're watching a romantic movie. You forget the number four. Your belly button falls off. There's a dance competition. That's a 90-minute show. And I know that because my third show ever, this little girl comes to me. She's like, you're the hypnotist? She's like, you're going to go hot, cold, roller coaster, scary movie. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, I know. I've seen one before. But I'm sure it'll be good. And she left. She was like 12. And I was like, well, if that 12-year-old seen yeah. one, one hypnotist, there's no way I can do any routines like that. So now I try not to do any of those ever. What piqued your interest in hypnotism in the first place? Like Noah, I was in the audience. And I saw a hypnotist when I was in college. We were both resident assistants are in college. I'm 37 yeah. now, and he's 30. 27. Fudge. Oh, me too, man. Oh, hey. look at you young people. What's your birthday? April 11th. Okay. Oh, okay. Taurus? Happy belated. Uh, no, 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 Aries. Aries. Yeah, you, we missed you. It's 420 here, and life is good. Uh, yeah, I saw a hypnotist, and I was like, you're going to teach me how to do this? Tell me what books to read. And the other fucking thing about hypnosis is, if you've read the book, The Alchemist, the alchemist goes around telling people who ask, I'm an alchemist. I turn metal into a precious, tangible thing. I turn it into gold. And they're like, ah, he's crazy. If I tell you the truth, I'm going to say the right words in the right order. And as your coach, I will help you become a better athlete. I'm going to say the right words in the right order. And when we're done, you're going to remember more things. And I'm going to be a better professor for you. I can say, you saw a crime. I'm going to say the right words in the right order. And when you come back, you remember the license plate from that crime scene. We can do all these things with hypnosis. It's but I sound like I'm talking out my ass. And people are, oh, he's crazy. Hypnosis honestly does sound like an ultimate cheat code. But it sounds too good to be true. So I okay. know some people who, who uh, prefer who want to pursue hypnosis to find ways to improve their lives. So how can someone? Do you self hypnotize by any chance? People can. I will talk about me hypnotizing. Do you ever hypnotize yourself? No, I meditate though. So like I don't know. You know? Yeah. Like I feel like it's it's very similar sometimes. Yeah. If you meditate, and you're just listening to music, whatever, and you take yourself. 10 minutes out of the room, you come back. That can be a form of hypnosis. The only difference when we do it, when you're in that state, I then give you a suggestion. So like, is there anything that you're trying to work on in your life? Uh, how much time do you have? <laughs> uh, right. Um, one thing uh, to be, to be more disciplined, to be more disciplined uh, and to stay focused. Okay. More often. I would hypnotize you. I count down from 10 all the way to one. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing <laughs> okay, it. Okay. Because no, here's I, the thing. I don't mind, but I just want to, you know, at least a head nod. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, it, consent is good. I can't do it because people listening could get hypnotized while driving right now. Oh, okay. Off air. Yeah. Off air. Off air. <laughs> yeah. we, we're, we're all articulate brown. I assume. Are you American? Uh, I am. My parents are Jamaican. Yes. If I could hypnotize people without their will, without their, their consent, and just wave my hand, I'd have like a megaphone. I'd drive down every street and be like, vote for a black governor. Give us one black governor. 
uh, I'd go to Jamaica and I'd be like, men, eat the poom poom. <laughs> I'm not sure that would even work. <laughs> that would not work. <laughs> Jamaican men do not eat the poom poom. <laughs> that would be uh, Jamaica's got talent. <laughs> making, making, making men go down on women. <laughs> See, you about poom poom was ass, didn't you? No, no you knew what poom poom yes. was? Oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought he thought it was. What that, that, wow. There's some parent with their, with their kid in the room right now. Like, we got to turn the podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is not the America's Got Talent we thought of. In the UK, a fanny pack, the fanny. <laughs> in the UK, the fanny is your vaginas. But yeah. 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 So I just, boom, boom. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's an interesting segment that we went into. Uh, synonyms, uh, international synonyms. Yep. That could be a segment of yours. If you, when you're not hypnotizing, what what do you do? Because I'm sure outside looking in, a lot of people just think, "Oh, you just, you know, hypnotizing like the cashier, the the guy at the gas station," and like, honest to God, I never ever do it unless I'm on stage. Like when I was learning, I was insufferable. It's like, hey, let me shake your hand, let me try this thing. I tried it on everyone, and after 13 years of doing this, you literally have to pay me to do it i otherwise i'm i don't want to because it's like baseball baseball if you strike out 60 percent of the time you're fucking incredible yeah. like good batting is like 25 percent in baseball yeah hypnosis no. it's 10 percent are you so i'm telling people yeah sorry. there's 100 people in this room 10 percent of you guaranteed are going to get hypnotized which wouldn't be great for baseball but just pretty good for hypnosis Oh, so, so there's people that hypnosis won't work on, or maybe not as well? Uh, if you come to me and you say, I want to get hypnotized, your odds go up exponentially. Like coming to be a better student, oh, fine, get over bro. fear, phobia. Yeah. But in a, any given audience, like tonight, we performed for people and half the audience was from Australia. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And there's always different things, I think, when it comes to hypnosis that can like take people out of it or pour, put more people more into it. Yeah. So certain times you're doing a show later at night and that's going to affect how more, how much more people will be susceptible to hypnosis. Sometimes there's something else going on in the room, like maybe there's music playing and that can draw something out of it. Maybe somebody's just on some sort of substance, so that's yeah. going to draw them out of it too. And mm-hmm. so it's kind of with where they are as yeah. well. So it's like maybe somebody that could be hypnotized one day can't be hypnotized on a different day mm. because of something in their life. Maybe something happened and now they're focused on that thought. And that that's the thing that they're more concentrated on than what you're saying. Then they're out of it. You know, word choice is very important because I can say the word sink into your chair, but we have a visual picture of someone just getting heavy and falling. But if I say that word collapse in your chair, mm-hmm. it, it means different things. So I can only do shows for people who speak English by and large. When mm-hmm. I went to Japan, my brother speaks Japanese and he translated into Japanese. So I would say it and then he would say it in Japanese and people went night night. Mm. So it pays to be bilingual. Yeah. It's crazy how you man do I had to go to therapy, man. That's freaking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> that's a claim. The, the Americans got challenged. Yeah. Somehow you man dealt with therapy. Yo, that's freaking nuts, man. That that definitely has to go in your tombstone, man. Do you do you recommend hypnotists uh, never die? <laughs> We're immortal. Oh okay. no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I got past your critical factor. Hypnotize me from the grave, man. My goodness. Yeah. yeah. 
It's crazy because Chris is 130 years old. Dude, it looks great. I look good for 137. <laughs> Do you recommend people getting into this field? Or it's just you have to have the certain gift? That's such a great question. I'm a journalist. There are so many female hypnotists that only do counseling. There are so many female therapists or so many women that use hypnosis for therapy and they're predominantly male stage hypnotists. So I would encourage more women to get on stage and swing a microphone. May I say as well, I think, I think that there's a, it's, 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 it's one thing to look at it as like something that like as a field that's making get into, but then I think it's also something that people can just learn more yeah. about and be more open to yeah. as like, as an, as an idea or as something that they can either research or just, or just sort of increase their knowledge of, because I think that's where you get a lot of people that are like, yeah, but is it even real? But like, mm -hmm. when you look at the history of it, there's so much history of like hypnosis being used in our actual day-to-day -day lives. The government had done these huge, massive studies on trying to hypnotize mass groups of people. And so when you start to see and hear things like that, you go like, oh, this is, this is just interesting. Like the fact that this is something that we as people are able to do and have done to us, but then we don't fully know that much about we're still trying to figure out we're still doing the research in you know there are people that are able to go in and do this in rooms full of people like how you know <laughs> yeah also if you learn a few basic tools of hypnosis you can prevent people from influencing you yes yes so think of it if you learn this skill set you mm -hmm. will be more open-minded but you'll also be able to have a bs barrier so can you get hypnotized? I could get hypnotized, yeah. Like anyone I trust who's like a person I look up to can hypnotize me. Heavy on the trust, because that's one thing that scares me about hypnotism, because you could just, like you're, I have to be able to let go for you to hypnotize me. You could just say, yeah, just jump off a bridge tomorrow. Like, <laughs> yeah, bridge. yeah, bye. yeah. You wouldn't, I, I, I think you, you might have a better answer because than I do, but there's also a thing where your conscious mind would stop you before you did something that actually harmed you or harmed somebody else, as long as you wouldn't do it regularly. So if you, if okay. you yeah, so like you, that's why there's not a lot of cases of people being like, I went and murdered this person and I was hypnotized and that's why I did it because yeah. like there, it, your brain, your conscious mind would feel so much anxiety about that and so much you would snap out of it. That, yeah. yeah, you wouldn't be able to stay in the zone to even okay. get to that point. Having said that, if you are already in the military right look out because i can't perform no hypnotist can perform for u.s troops mm -hmm. if they're active duty because mm -hmm. they could say something while they're hypnotized and give away information we should not know as civilians and they're taught to take an action and do that action mm -hmm. so if you have me in a room full of marines who are taught to kill with one hand and i go that guy kicked a puppy he might get choked out yeah yeah. Um, and you'll you'll get that at uh especially more like in the sense of like a corporate hypnosis show, you'll get people that come up to you and very quietly will bring you to the side and say, Hey, by the way, I can't do any of this. Yeah. And you'll be like, Oh, why? And it's always gonna be that answer. I was in the government, I know this, this, yeah. and this. Yeah. Thus, because of that, I can't go under hypnosis, even after post duty. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot to take in. Mm -hmm. They do training uh for it too. One person that had talked to me said that he had done like resistance training for any sort of like it's like inception yeah yeah like i'm literally going to teach you how to keep people from being inside your brain they used to hire hypnotists to teach it too and i think they probably still do i'm going to ask the people listening and you yourself look up uh the name of who's who's in your opinion the greatest heavyweight boxer of all time you're probably gonna say one of two people but who do you think um heavyweight what was tyson was a heavyweight right 
Tyson is heavyweight. Yep. And Tyson. Ali was heavyweight. Without a doubt. The goats. Mike Tyson had a hypnotist at the age of 13. Custody model took Mike Tyson and his woman and he sat down. You focus on nothingness, complete nothingness. Cause he was scared to fight people. He was crying before matches. And when he got hypnotized, he's like, you see yourself as an animal. You're ferocious. You're punching the bodies, punches and bunches. And then he'd wake up and do this like week after week. And then he became the youngest heavyweight champion period. Now, Mike Tyson lost to a guy named Buster Douglas, who also had a hypnotist. And Muhammad Ali had his jaw broken by a fighter who had a hypnotist as well. So the internet is a beautiful thing. Google hypnosis and Muhammad Ali, hypnosis and Mike Tyson. You'll say, holy shit, maybe it's not real, but the greatest in their field, the unstoppables, the goats all have a hypnotist. So maybe it helps. Yeah, maybe you don't take it to the extreme that Tyson did, but he was freaking nuts. <laughs> he wanted to kill everything moving. You know, uh, I heard I heard he used to have sex before his fights just so he can actually. He had to bust a nut so he can actually. We saw the tame Mike Tyson in the ring. <laughs> yeah, 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 clarity, Tyson. He wanted mental clarity. Yeah, Mike Tyson, he just had that mindset. It's crazy. And uh, Joe Rogan, everybody listens to Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan had Mike Tyson on. And Mike Tyson's like, you know what Custody Amado used to do? He used to take me to a hypnotist. And Joe's like, what did he make you do? I focus on nothingness. I'm, I'm a savage. I'm just going to punch. I'm, I'm moving everything. He can't take my punches. And he's like, did he teach you the off switch? And he goes, no. <laughs> That's funny. So, yeah, so that's interesting about the, the conscious mind that you mentioned because some people may interpret that as, all right, he's just going to go around punching his grandma and just civilians. <laughs> oh, but it's probably, there is a level of control that you have. You're not going to go around punching grandmas unless you're a guy who punches grandmas. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, I use the association of hypnosis is a lot like alcohol. If you would do it a little buzzed or a little drunk, you would do it under hypnosis. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's just a different state of mental being. That's it. That's all it is. Okay. That 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 that's a that's a very good example. Do Can, you have a deck of cards? If you thought of like a random card, could you could you I know it? Not. I do not have cards with me. What? Okay. <laughs> what are yeah. you? I thought you guys have like eight on deck. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I, I do have a deck. It's not his deck. We're in the sleep in. Like I said, in North Dakota. You know, you know what would be interesting? The card tricks. Have you ever tried with an Uno deck? Yeah. Funny enough, there are a couple of things with, with Uno decks. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I, everybody always does with the classic uh, card set. But I think with the Uno cards, that would be more interesting. Or maybe uh, two or three uh, classic card sets. That would be interesting. I think there's yeah. less room for error that way. Can you can really You can really show your skill with that. This will not be good for the readers. Feel free to, or the watchers, viewers, feel free to take this out. But I do have one deck of cards. And if I asked you to name a card out loud, what would it be? Not the Joker. Name a card out loud. Ten of diamonds. Ten of diamonds. Okay. I have one card here. The most common card everyone is thinking about. What's the word? The... Ace of Spades is the most common card, okay? Okay. This has been in your sight the entire time? That's not the Ten of Diamonds. 
<laughs> no, of course not. I keep the ten of diamonds right here in my pocket, and there's no pocket. Nah, let's do that again. <laughs> crazy because you know I tried I tried to outsmart you because I I, know. I didn't pick I didn't pick yeah. my first one. What was your first one? Seven of Hearts. Oh, that's interesting. No, there's there's no Seven of Hearts in this deck. Okay. No, no, like for real. No, I'm. I'm... <laughs> Hypnosis. I'm gonna pull the Seven of Hearts out of here. Nah, yo, this is nah. Ain't no way. So I'm gonna give that to this Noah is... Sony. Seven of Hearts is done out of the equation. It's all you, man. Okay. <laughs> Buckle up, because he's gonna fuck you up. I don't know if this will actually work over the screen, so we're gonna we're gonna find out. Can you see the table here? I can. No, you need to have more confidence in yourself, man. What's going on here, man? <laughs> you can do that. All right, I'm gonna shuffle these cards up a little bit, and then here's what we'll do. Before we do anything at all, I'm gonna take a look through, and I'm gonna put some cards out that I think are gonna be important to you. I think this card. and this card. All right. There's no way, there's just no way. Every card in this deck has a mate. So we've got the five of clubs and the six of hearts, all right? We'll start with this. I'm gonna deal cards, we'll start with the six. Tell me when to stop dealing. Now. Right there, or do you wanna go a couple of more? I want you to be confident in your choice. <laughs> when you ask questions like that, it makes me less confident. <laughs> this is important, we can go more, I can take a few back, but this is important. Take one card away. One, are you sure? Yes. Okay, you sure about that? Yes. Okay, I'm gonna put the six of hearts right there and then we're gonna do it again. I'm gonna deal, tell me when to stop again. Now. Oh, oh, oh. I was I was just in between deals. Do you want the last one on the table or in my hand? Oh my goodness. <laughs> ah! Uh I want put that put that one in the deck. Put that one in the deck. Down here or here? No, no, no. Up there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, right there. You're sure? I'm 100 percent sure, yes. And you don't want to go back a few, you're happy right here. Dog, I'm all right. Uh take three cards away. One this way? Yes. Two, three. Right there. Okay. Committed to your choice both times then, yeah? Yes, absolutely. So this is what's crazy, though. At the start, I told you every single deck of cards, there's mate. So I took out two cards. Those cards were the six of hearts. You placed it right here. And the five, you placed it right here. But what's so crazy about where you placed it is that the only place you could have put it would have been right there next to the other black five. And right there next to the other red six. Yo, I'm glad you took those cards back. <laughs> Bro, that's <laughs> insane. I waited so long to, to, to say that I'm confident. You put out like 20 cards. I like that too. Because you think, oh, I'm going to mess them up. But it's, it's very hard to mess up a professional. <laughs> that's, that's. That's freaking insane, man. Crazy, right? What are hey, if you were if you were like playing a game of cards, what are like the, the four best cards you could get, you think? 
Uh, depends on what we're playing, but I would say, uh, do I have to name the card and the suit or just the card? Just the card. What like what what card do you think would be the best one? Ace Ace is good in just about every game. Aces? Tell me to stop. No. Who do you think you are, Noah? <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> yeah. Are you? Uh, here, 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 tell you what, tell you what, I'll shuffle. You just tell me to stop. Stop. Do it again. Stop. There? No. Do it again. Stop. Again. Stop. Right there? Yes. Right there, I'm hoping. Out of here, bro. Get out of here. <laughs> this virtual thing is nothing for you. <laughs> but that's that's we roll. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. Gabby, and this is this is with the the uh the edible kicking in or yeah right. <laughs> wow, wow, that's awfully yeah. impressive, man. I know you get all the ladies, Noah. <laughs> do you have to have a pack of cards on you little lady <laughs> <laughs> right they're like you got any condoms I'm like well i do have a deck of cards <laughs> he's under the card there's a condom there <laughs> yeah <laughs> you have to sleep in <laughs> there is actually a trick where you take a card you can turn it into a condom true story true story true story uh how were you able to turn hypnotism yeah, I'm still. I still got a shoulder on, but like, I'm still trying to gather my thoughts. Uh, how are you able to turn hypnotism into a full time job? I'm assuming it's full time for you guys. Mm -hmm. I was done with grad school. I was working at a university in Southern Illinois, Carbondale, and I had footage of a couple shows, literally a couple shows, and I edited up. I sent it to an agent. Didn't hear anything. I call. I call a third time. Like, oh, we're actually gonna call you today. And I'm like, oh yeah, whatever. Bullshit. It's been a month. <laughs> and they go back. And they go, your promo looks good. We'll book you shows right now. If you're good, you're hired. And if you're not good, you're fired. <laughs> Simple. Or swim. They got me nine shows. And I was like to my university, I gotta quit. I can't think about these shows and be fair to this university job. I moved all my stuff in my dad's house. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm going to be a traveling hypnotist. He shit a brick. Because <laughs> he's like, no, son, you can't be a self-employed traveling hypnotist. I was like, I am. It's going to work out. To his credit, he really didn't say you can't. He said, this makes me nervous. I'm a little nervous. Like, you went to college, you went to all the school. Why are you going to be like a traveling clown? But he's very supportive, and it's been a great choice. So I had an agent. And then I fired my agent and they hired Noah Sony. No, no joke. <laughs> so Noah, Noah is your agent? No. <laughs> the agent who I worked for for 10 years, I was like, we are crossing paths in a different way now. I'm leaving. And uh, then they picked him up I'm like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I thought, you know, they signed me. I was like, no, yeah. don't care. Good for you. I want you to get paid. But sooner or later, you're going to fire them, too. <laughs> it's all about growth in the in the world. It's growth, yeah. You think Bruno Mars is the same manager he used to? No. He was two and a half, and he was doing shows with his parents. Mm. He, had to fire he fired, his, mom he so fired his parents. 
do do you can you guys explain what happens to the mind during hypnotism i can it's on you your prefrontal cortex the front of like if you're gonna headbutt someone the decision that is, part of the brain. that's that's your filter is there as well and when you're hypnotized the filter is not working so it'd be like if you went to the dentist and you got all drugged up or if you're half awake and someone starts talking to you you're not thinking critically you're like hey have you seen my remote no i don't know where the remote is did you take 20 dollars? yeah but i'll pay you back like the filter's gone mm. like if i put you into an fmri i could say here's a photo of your brain you got it you see it i put you back in there i hypnotize you and i see see how this part is lit up mm -hmm. that's because you're physically in a different mental state mm. I was gonna ask you. You brought up your parents. How how did your parents take, uh, you know, this new career path? How did they do take you, that information? Do your parents like that you're a magician? Have you been told them? Yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, my mom's super proud, actually. Yeah, that's dope. Like, cause like she was she was an art student. So when I was like, I'm gonna be a magician, she was like, Yeah, you got this. Like, you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. What about you? What about your dad? Uh, I think he was like, I think he just was confused at first that I was going to be, because he was like, what do you mean? Like you're a magician. Like he's from yeah. Liberia. So he was like, Hey, what? Like, he was like, what, what do you mean you're going to be a magician? Like, how is that going to work? But eventually, yeah. I know your dad, your dad was born in Liberia. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Born and raised in Liberia. Yeah. World. Where, where would you go? What is Liberia? What? <laughs> where, would you, where would you guys want to take your career? That's a good question. Um, you're younger than me. So <laughs> your career, he, he's exploding. I'm not saying this to be polite. I'm not saying this because you're my friend. You have three really great things you can do. You can do the mind reading. You can do the magic. You can do the hypnosis. If you stay single or don't have kids, you'll be on TV. <laughs> like real talk. You'll have a special every, you'll be like David Blaine. Or you'll be like, I don't think this is sustainable for my lifestyle That's i need a wife and i need a baby i was gonna say you find a lot of balance in things so for me i think part of it is the fact that like i've done the i've done a few tv things now they're they're fun they're so stressful and Never. Like, yeah. you stress what they're gonna look like you stress what people are gonna think about them and it's just it has a lot of like hidden things that i think a lot of people don't think about even when it's something like just being a magician on a on a show for a spot once or twice or something like that uh, and then I think that at times you realize that like, we're in this whole crazy human experience and like part of the thing you want is just a, a normal, fun, good life. Mm -hmm. And so I think there's a lot of value in that too. And so I think like part of my goals aligned to just be like, I don't know, like, I just want to do things that are fun. Like I was watching this interview with David Blaine one time and he's one of my favorite magicians. He's just the guilt. Like he, he, he shifted the format. And he was like, I don't know, like, we're at this point where, like, we just don't, like, me and the team, we don't take anything if it doesn't sound fun. And I'm like, that, like, that, yeah. like, that's the goal, I think, in every sort of, like, when you're, when you're really passionate about something, being able to do things that only align with stuff that you think are, like, going to make you happy and that really align with what you want and, and, and bring joy to you while still doing work and while still doing things that are creatively fulfilling I don't know, I think, what that looks like, but I think for me, for sure, that's like, that's the goal, whether it's even like in magic or I want to open a photo studio one day. I've had ideas of opening a coffee shop one day. He's a very good photographer so. as well. Yeah. <laughs> I got AGT when I was 29. 
And at the time I had no kid, no wife, and I was making six figures, which was cool for a guy with an apartment with his friends and really no consequences when he spent his money. My mom got cancer during America's Got Talent. She passed away, she died. Yeah, so I was like watching myself on national TV on my birthday mm. while my mom is like losing her hair because of chemo. Flash cut a year later, I have a mental breakdown. I'm locked up in the waiting room is America's Got Talent. And I'm like, I was on this show. I'm a hypnotist. And they're like, all right, he's crazy. <laughs> and my dad's like, he's not crazy. He's going through some things, but he was on America's Got Talent. <laughs> like that part yeah. And this is the anniversary of his birthday. So it's, it's all a little weird, I'm sure. Yeah. But yeah, people who, you know, Elon Musk, do I think he's happy? Probably 40 days out of the year. Yeah, he's probably really happy. He's not happy every day. No one is. No one is. People are like, oh, I want this. I'll have this car and I'll be happy. You'll be happy driving the car the first day. Second day is not as fun. Next week, you forgot the car even is in your driveway. Like, yo, is that mine? Yeah, definitely. I think about that stuff all the time, but it's human nature. Some of the things are really hard to fight. Yeah. Yeah, like I know I'm not, I'm only like the Ferrari for one day, but damn it, I still want the Ferrari, right? (laughs) You want want that, you want that milestone. Yeah. I think it's also though, because we're young too. You know what I mean? Like, I think, I think every single year that I get a little bit old, and I'm saying this, that's like we're 27, something like that. I am 10 years, I'm a decade older than, older than you. Yeah. Which means a decade more wisdom. Uh, bullshit but you feel that you feel like each year i feel like you feel like some of those things that you wanted kind of being like you know what i didn't i younger me wanted that mm. i oh, didn't yeah. need that as much you know i look back and when i was eighth grade whatever i was like if i just have a hundred dollars i'll be rich yeah. i could eat pizza every day and now it's like well i need a 401k and my kid needs a college fund and my wife needs to have access to these things if yeah. anything happens to me i think like for a long time Cause like I grew up and like growing up, I didn't have a ton of money, but like, I think for a long time, like I yeah, we were on food stamps, my guy, yeah. you, were, you didn't even have your mother had you on food stamps. Yeah. So like, I think there were things like when I was young, I was like, Oh, like if I make a certain amount of money, I'll be happy. I'll be, I'll be so happy. I'll be so happy. And then like, as I made more money in things, like I'd be like, ah, oh, dang, you're actually not that happy. Like, ah, oh, shit. Like they were they were right when they said money doesn't buy happiness and like not that i'm like bawling out or anything like that but it's like it's that thing where like you you think when you're young you're like oh it's supposed to be what makes me happy that's gonna be what makes me happy but i think it just shifts so much internally yeah i i agree i think as you get older you, your mindset changes well for chris for one you you have a wife and kid so i de- definitely think your mindset uh shifts a <laughs> bit after that and also how, how you talked about how uh when when you get something, it's kind of a temporary feeling. But as you get older, you accumulate more things. So yeah, you you're not gonna want what you want at 37, the same things at 27, because you've accumulated so many more things over the time that just you just you don't you don't care for for the same fancy things you did once before because you you probably had at least a, a taste of it or know someone who has a taste of it. Yeah. And the world is only so big when you're young, and then you're you know I'm gonna be student of the month and then you realize oh there's a whole school i'm gonna be valedictorian and then you're like oh shit i gotta compete with everyone that's university now and now there's eight billion people on the planet so that means over seven billion people don't give a fuck what i do on any given day 
Like there's so many people who will never hear of me. And that's a, okay. That's a very good ego check. Yeah. yeah. Even Kobe Bryant talked about it one time. It's like, man, you're, you're not that important. Kobe said this. He said, man, you're not that important, man. There's, there's billions of people on earth, man. You'll, you'll get over this. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So I got two final questions for you guys, and I think they're both very intriguing. If you could only hypnotize five people throughout the history wow. of the world, who would they be? Five that is a question I've never got. History gotten. of the world. Damn. Fuck. Gandhi and make him shoot people. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds and then he no, only when you shoot him, you have to be like, gun save lives. <laughs> That's the only way. <laughs> What? So <laughs> Gandhi, you know, under Gandhi was like the, the most peaceful soul and was assassinated. And then his family is like, do not kill his assassin. Our father would not want that. And they said, okay, we're gonna assassinate him. We're gonna hang him. We're gonna shoot him. But after him, there'll be no more capital punishment in India. So <laughs> when we first met and hung out, you were like, I would hypnotize people not to hurt children I like suppose. yes I probably you had that. wine in your body you had alcohol and, and and maybe smoke and you're just sitting here and you're like pedophiles we can't have that and i was like <laughs> yeah not cool actually <laughs> i think that would be a good a good way to because yeah. i think i think honestly there's something psychologically wrong with with a pedophile person yeah, yeah. So I think it would be good to have a hypnotist in there, you know, in the in the jail cells, of course, supervised, but like, hey, yeah. you know what? let's let's not do that anymore. Let's I mean, yeah, it, 50 states, there's let's not be political, but wave my hand. No one will ever drink and drive. I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. You don't want someone killing your family, drinking and driving. So that's a Nobel Peace Prize <laughs> Two, please. Y'all all get rubber bullets. Pretend this is the UK and you can't shoot brothers anymore. Yeah. Uh, that's a Nobel Peace Prize for me. Yeah. I think the thing with, with the five people, too, is you kind of think about like. Great. Well, no. How... <laughs> uh, later. Later. Yeah. Is that like your mom? 15 minutes. Is that your, who's that? 15 minutes. Who's on this podcast? 15 minutes. Okay, that's fine. That's my grandmother. Uh, oh yeah, you gotta listen to grandma. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. So continue, guys. Yeah. So I think with the with the five people thing too, it's like you think about it because you're like, okay, what are the five strategic people I could yeah, yeah. like on? Hitler? Don't do that. Yeah. Like Mussolini. Don't do that. Think of hypnotize them. Now you really like flowers and your passion is being a florist and you're just not going to hurt people. You're yeah. a pacifist. We were talking about this, <laughs> you know, Trevor Noah's book, Trevor right? Noah's book. He talks about if you ask any American who was the worst person in history, they'll say Hitler. Mm -hmm. If you ask that in Africa, they're like, it's not that guy. There, It was a Dutch colonizer. And like mm -hmm. everyone in South Africa, all the blacks of South Africa just hate this person. He's the Hitler for South Africa. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I would stop people from assassinating people. Maybe I would save Abraham Lincoln. I was like, don't go to that theater. 
But then you always wonder if you get killed, they're gonna put you on a penny. You can't put you on the lowest common denominator. You get worried. Oh, he's like on a five dollar bill. He's on a five dollar bill too. He is on the five. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. But all the other presidents turn their back. Got a twenty. Yeah. <laughs> he is on the five. Yeah. And Benjamin Franklin wasn't even a president. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, dude, put my face on a fucking bill. Okay. Do you know, do you know the money in Canada has a braille on it? You Where? go to Canada. You go to Toronto. You touch. A Canadian bill and there's Braille on the side of it. It's waterproof. You can't tear it. Yeah, that waterproof money gets me when you see that. It makes sense yeah. if you're. It does. Actually, does it makes sense. sense. I, I had to tape up. I had to tape up a few dollars in my day. So. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Jamaica money has people that look like us on the money. It's not bad. You got a $500 bill that's um, a woman, I do believe, on the face of it. Yeah, a $500 bill could probably buy you a penny, a U.S. penny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When I go to Jamaica, the exchange rate is good for Americans. <laughs> yeah, a lot of places. Uh, my final question, yeah. you could hypnotize yourself to improve one thing about yourself, what would it be? Eight-inch dick. <laughs> you say? Eight-inch dick. Without I mean, a doubt, but, yeah. but you would you, you would have to hypnotize yourself to believe that when you because I know the truth. What <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't your your conscious mind be fighting that always when you're like you... no your hand's not that big? <laughs> <laughs> you looked out at the reality of it. Yeah, it's like you're nowhere near the knee. Uh, it's usually something internal. I'm assuming. Yeah, I wanted to be a, a runner like a professional runner and I tattooed on my arm, I will win the Chicago marathon. I tattooed that. So when I shook hands with people, I'm like, hold me accountable, hold me accountable for like years. I was like, this is what I'm gonna do. And then I was like, fuck it. I don't wanna work that hard. <laughs> it's snowing outside. I don't feel like running in the dark in Devil's Lake, North Dakota. I'm not yep. gonna train today. I'll train tomorrow, maybe. Yep. You can't do that if you're gonna be a world champ. So I'll hypnotize myself to chase happiness and easy work. I Amen. I wonder, I wonder though, let's say hypothetically someone who doesn't run often, who's out of shape, if you hypnotize me to believe that I'm a better runner than Usain Bolt without my body physically being capable of doing those, would I win the marathon? If I had you bench press, for example, and say, all right, this is what you've done in the past. And then uh -huh. you lift, you're like, oh, good. And I was like, actually, the weight was incorrect. That was a 45, not a 35. You just maxed out by 20 pounds. Placebo effects are real. If I tell you this pill is going to make you better and I'm wearing a white coat, you think I'm a doctor, it's going to make you better. Yeah, I actually hear that the uh, humans are like far stronger than we give ourselves credit for. It's just that there's a mental blockade of what we, we have a guardian. Yeah. yeah. Usually because we're trying to not hurt ourselves by overexertion, but we can move a lot. Like we can, we, we physically can move a lot more than we usually try to. <laughs> Why don't I? Really... Good. How, how would you hypnotize yourself? Me? I stole that question. Um, yeah. How would you get better? If, if you could improve one thing about yourself, what would you have? Uh, Smaller dick, this guy. He's I, murdered. He's murdered like eight women today. <laughs> oh, one stroke. They all <laughs> choked to death. Eight inches would be fun. <laughs> so I would think of eight inches. Uh, this guy. No, I think. Um, hmm. I think so you're talking about like focus and things like that i think i get distracted very easily like classic adhd brain and i think like that's one thing that as as for as fun as it can be 
there are times where you go, God damn, like I wish I could just do this like a like a like a standard normal person would. Uh, and so I think of things like that, and then I think sometimes just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you, so you, do you have ADHD? Yeah. I, I spoke to someone earlier, like right before the podcast, and they were like, unfortunately, you have ADHD. I'm like, well, don't think of it that way, because there's a lot of advantages to that, too. Uh, oh, yeah. Re- one of the, uh, I'm sure one of the reasons you're a jack of all trades is because, you know, you yeah, lack focus on one thing. <laughs> yes, exactly, so exactly. You have your hand in, in a lot of different pots, so it's advantages that way as well. Yeah, and I think... um I think when it comes to like, I was just, I I listened to quite a few podcasts on ADHD too. And I was really thinking about the, like the way that it sort of lets you be so dynamically okay with change. Like, so we travel a lot for work. That's one of the biggest things when you're a hypnotist, when you're a magician, when you're an entertainer, it, people don't realize how much of it is waiting. You're waiting for rental cars. You're waiting in the airport. You're waiting to, to check into hotels. It's a lot of waiting and it's a lot of change on the spot. But I've realized that for me, that's something that I'm very easily to easy to adapt with. But I see people in the same situation when a flight gets delayed or something like that, and it wrecks their year. I don't know how people are like that. I don't have a clue. Like, your flight is canceled. Book a car and drive. Yeah. Sleep in. These are your options. You're not going to fly the airplane. Yeah. You yelling at the flight attendant does not help you. Yeah. But we see it because we're in that. Like, I had to learn how to drive manual because i ran out of money Uh i sold my car and my wife's like stop renting cars teach yourself to drive stick and i was like it's stupid and now i drive stick and i'm like this is the greatest thing this is the i feel i'm one with this machine i'm a transformer yeah i I have control of this vehicle so adversity is pretty okay yeah so uh why not hypnotize yourself into the the perfect human right (laughs) what why not there's, you'll you'll change your partner changes you change like one 30 or 37 year old me to my wife i'm the perfect partner she's going to change and not want the same things in five years yeah i think yeah i think and like i think it's the thing where it's like you can think about what you would do if you could make yourself perfect but then at the end of the day like you wouldn't be you you know yeah. like we are who we are because of our flaws and like even things we look at our flaws aren't always flaws because like even like when we were talking about like the ADHD stuff, like it's only flaws because we live in such like a time sensitive world. Mm, we live in yeah. a place that's designed for people that don't have. So it's like, it, 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 it only has its drawbacks in certain situations, but like, again, it's all just who we are. So it's like, you know, yeah. Have you heard of the pleasure machine experiment experiment? Somebody would say to you, if I could hook you up to a computer right now, it would go right into your brain and every single day of your life would be perfect from here on out. Like every single time you wake up, you're having the best day of your life. Would you take that? Like, I would know, you accept that? It sounds like a Black Mary episode, and no, I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, right? Because like, because then it just becomes too much. Like, yeah. you need days that are just base level to feel yeah. like you reset. You don't want to always be having these ex- everything moments. And so, like, take- I need to have bad yeah. days so I can enjoy that bowl of ice cream. <laughs> there yeah. it is. Yeah. I don't yeah. understand Jay heaven. Was beauty in the struggle. <laughs> you expect me to live for all eternity doing whatever I want, but at the same time, there are people burning in hell. Like, I don't understand that concept. You're like, yeah, it's a party. We got whatever you want. They're burning in hell. This party's never going to end. And they're always going to burn. Yeah. What's Reggie burning for? Oh, you don't want to know. Don't worry about that. Yeah, yeah. He ate shrimp on a Sunday. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Ate shrimp on a Sunday is crazy. 
Okay, so, so those are all my questions. But now I, I'm curious because Noah did so well with the with the card virtually. I'm wondering if he can read my mind virtually now. If I could read your mind virtually, or and... attempt to. What's that? Or attempt to, or you uh, can for it. <laughs> it, it, I can read your body language. No, you can tell me no. <laughs> let me see. Let me well, let me think. Because like again, it's, it's hard. It's, it's trying to think of what works under a virtual medium versus yeah. like what I like. If you were here in person, I'd be like, yeah, right away, boom. Yeah. Like we can do it. Like you know. But here, it's just like they're so limited. I can't see your full body language. I can only get so much from it. There's only so much that we can we can try to interact with. And there's there's also strangely enough only so many ways that I can make something that feels fair to you. Um, Interesting. Give me a second. Let me think about this. Let me let me work out my brain right now. As um, he's thinking. <laughs> uh, going back to the politics, I went to a Trump rally in Battle Creek, Michigan, because I wanted to see what a Trump rally is like in an all white town. So I went with my friend and uh, Trump is speaking that day. And it was the day he got impeached the first time for withholding military aid to the Ukraine. We're at war with Russia right now because we allies and whatever. Anyway, I'm drinking at the bar and I leave because I get bored and I just start walking around being arrogant. I'm like, if anyone here has a MAGA hat that says made in America inside of it, I'll give you a hundred dollars. I was like, every single one of your MAGA hats was made in Vietnam. And they're like, what's the point? Literally guy says to me, Vietnam, that was like 40 years ago. <laughs> and I said, oh, these people are hypnotized. I need to leave. I can't be arguing with these people. Hey. I think he's going to read your mind. I don't know if this is going to work. <clears throat> it's going to work. I, I think you need to start giving yourself more credit, Noah. <laughs> he's downplaying it. That's all. Hypnotize yourself to be less humble. <laughs> <laughs> Give me this. Give, give me. Give me. Give me a chance of this. Let me see if this works. Give me. Give me five seconds. Let me just see. Do I have a pen or some paper around here? Maybe I can write something. Maybe this will work. Are there two beds in that room? No, I've got, we got uh, separate rooms. There's one upstairs. Got yeah. Yeah. We had that show at that college. Crazy too, because Chris flew in this morning, did not sleep at all. I was asleep when I woke up. I live in Minnesota, so I just drove over here. I was like, I got you, man. <laughs> all right, let's try this. Let me try this. Um, I need like a pen and some paper though. Dang it. Oh, I got you. I got you. I got I got this. I got this. I got this. Okay, I have no clue if this is gonna work, but on my phone, I made a list earlier. It has like a hundred different people on it, but hold on. Uh think of a number between one and one hundred, but don't say it. Okay. 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 
You got you got one in mind? Yes. Okay, you can change your mind right now if you want, but I'm gonna give you three seconds. Once I get to zero, you can't change your mind anymore. That has to be the number you stick with. Okay, ready? Three, two, one, zero. You can't change your mind anymore. Okay, look at me. I don't know why this is what I'm thinking. I'm gonna take this piece of paper. I don't want it to go off screen because you're gonna think that I change it. So I'm gonna put it right here, okay? What's the number? You're asking me what's, what's the number? Yeah, what's the number? 96. Are you sure? Yes. Look, you see our notes up? Mm -hmm. Look, do you see 100 celebrities? Yeah. And look, if we go to the bottom, all different names. Uh-huh. Do you see someone at the number you said? Tom Hanks. Look. Tom Hanks. <laughs> and I told you you could change your mind. You stuck with one number. Bro, I'm not... I, I don't understand. What do you... You said... You said... I don't know why this this is sticking out to me i don't know why what <laughs> fake right there, yeah 96. <laughs> how how crazy right bro yeah <laughs> those are the virtual things that's how we do it i'm glad that worked <laughs> wow i om I, I almost switched to 69 because 96 backwards but ah. I, I I stick with ninety six because earlier with uh with Chris I, I I messed up with choosing my second option so I'm like I'm sticking my first option my first option I'm not going back on it and oh that's great yeah uh do you Jamaica much do I visit Jamaica much yeah. I haven't gone since 2014. Yeah, 2014. Okay. Well, my wife coaches soccer in Jamaica each year around Christmas time. We're part of a nonprofit and we fly with balls and cleats because if you've seen the kids play soccer in Jamaica, they show up barefoot, socks. Kids oh, are like, yeah, I'm, I'm well aware. I'm, I'm yeah. well aware. <laughs> and all these Americans are like, we don't have anything. It's like, give away your old soccer cleats, the, give them to the kids. So anyway, my wife coaches soccer there and uh, and it's fun. Keep the kids, we feed them for a week and they get to play soccer. So you can volunteer coach if you want, take some photos. Uh, Yeah, I, I definitely, I'll see. I, I, I want to visit, I do want to visit Jamaica again. Maybe not the, the humble beginnings that my family had, but uh, <laughs> I definitely would want to visit Jamaica again. I I'll see how uh, the finances are looking there. Maybe you can hypnotize me into Southwest, baby. I I listened to your podcast on manifesting. That's real. <laughs> you can't just wish it, and then you do it. You, you're gonna do it. I'm not manifesting Southwest though. I I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse. Southwest? Is that what you said? So Southwest <laughs> Frontier and Spirit are like the the trinity of of uh uh. Lower, lower middle. Actually, class. I haven't done Frontier. I haven't done. You're right. Either. That would be the Trinity. Um, yeah. Alaska Airlines has been good to me. Southwest has been good, and Delta has been good to me. Delta, yeah. 
wow this has been quite the invigorating experience um uh i got some self-evaluating to do because i i thought i i could outsmart you guys but i thought i could outsmart you guys and that's the video I don't, uh, that's all i want i thought i could outsmart you guys i'm i'm truly at a loss of words this guy pulled the seven of hearts out of his fly <laughs> yo oh my goodness because I don't, I don't want to. So if I would have said six of spades, would would you have pulled that out of your fly as well? And that seems the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> now that one's still in the deck. Oh uh, well, guys. Uh, definitely, clearly, they're legit. So I would, I would go follow them. I would go reach out to them and all that good stuff. Uh, are you guys ever gonna be in New York, like a real city? Yeah, yeah. He's one of his best buddies in New York. We got to connect you. To RJ, we should connect you with RJ. He's a black yeah. magician in New York. He works uh doing marketing as well, so he does PR for Tabasco. But like, you don't realize how crazy the PR world is until you know somebody that's in it. Yeah. Wow. So would you look at that? Um, he got a full write up in the Wall Street Journal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, he's he's young too. He's twenty seven, and he's incredible. He's in the right spot. Yeah. Yeah. All your Say that again. We'll connect you and he'll blow your mind as well. <laughs> uh yeah, maybe, maybe not tomorrow. I probably need a week to for my yeah, <laughs> to cool down. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, uh definitely. Uh, your heart's desires remain in the comment, uh the, the description. Everything you want is there. Um, maybe not these these tricks that they're doing, but everything else will be there. God bless you all.